0: Merch and more on their website, Godfathers of Podcasting.com. Now, here are your hosts two guys who have been broadcasting online since 1996 the Godfathers of Podcasting themselves, Donnie De Silva and Chris Tidwell. Oh, my God!
1: Hello, hello, hello. It is Friday, January 5th, 2024. And this. Is the one hundred and sixty third episode of this stupid show, part two? And if you're wondering what happened to part one, well, you're never ever going to hear it or see it because the um, internet service provider in southern Ontario took a major shit last night when Ted and I were doing this show. And
2: um, what? What are you? What are you waving your your uh, sausage at me for? I wouldn't get so quick to throw that one out there so fast because, as it turns out. The Mm -hmm. footage that was recorded has been saved. (laughs) So we'll make it as like a bonus. (laughs) uh... There's bonus outtakes, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) All right. All right.
1: I thought you were doing this because you were going to stick up for Rogers and their shitty internet service. I would
2: never, ever do that. Not for the company or anybody named Roger. It's just not in my DNA.
1: I've only ever known one guy named Roger who wasn't a
2: dick. Do you know anyone named roger um i mean probably do i oh. know them personally no but roger goodell so yeah dick dick yeah right? See? yeah no dick um so
1: this now is officially the first episode of 2024 happy new year everybody uh like the intro says my name is donnie and that man over there he is my longtime partner and you know we go together like fat guys and new year's resolutions that's
2: chris tidwell the notorious tid uh how was your new year's you know much like that and much like those fat guy resolutions it's already the what we're a week into the new year Mm -hmm. and it's like the gym i'm sick of seeing you already (laughs) fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> My New Year's was good. it was nice, it was quiet. I'm old I don't have to go anywhere. I have some dinner I watch some uh, I watch some inglorious bastards, some top-tier cinema and then uh, you know you flip the channels around a little bit. You know, you watch some of the, some of the musical acts on the different channels and you realize how old you really are because you only recognize like one or two of them like LL Cool J, who is probably the only guy who kept it real. Cause you could actually hear him out of breath as he's running around trying to sing, you know, where everybody else was clearly just phoning it in and that's Jelly. not true. Jelly roll did too, or they were like going over top of vocal track, right? Just yeah, like, yeah, 100% it's the, e- it's the easiest way you try doing all of that, right? Fuck no. But that was it. And then like 12, 15, boom, lights out, sucker. 12, done.
1: 15. You know what time I went to bed on New Year's? 5.30.
2: That's the, in time the app, I went
1: to bed. like before yeah. midnight? <laughs> 5.30 in the a.m. Because we were turned up. <laughs> like to do Molly or something? Yeah, no, but I had a <laughs> lot of alcohol. And it was one of those stupid nights where, because you know me, I don't, I don't get drunk very often. Like when you and I first met, a million years ago. Yeah, I was sure. drunk every day, but these days I don't drink very often. And if I do, I drink socially one or two and that's about it mainly cause I drive everywhere, but also mainly cause I just don't feel the need on new years, all oh, those rules were out the window, dude. Like I was at my cousin's annual New Year's Eve party. There was like 30, 40 people there. I don't know. And just constantly it was like, Donnie, you want a shot? you want a shot? You want a shot? And I never said no to anything. They just kept, I don't have any idea of how many I had. I have no clue. What I do know is I made a classic error, Tidwell, where I, I had cream shots, I had whiskey shots, I had wine, I had beer, I had tequila. I just, I fucking consumed it all. I consumed it
2: all. Like Why not, why not just have peach schnapps? Why not just throw that shot that
1: had fucking peach schnapps? And I shit, God. I shit all over my my twenty three year old cousin who's a bartender. I'm like, what are you making with peach schnapps? And she's like, it's good. I'm like, I stole that shit from my dad when I was fifteen, and I was trying to get hammered. Peach schnapps.
2: You don't, you don't mix the creams with the hard stuff, with the beers, I, with the like. Come on, what are you? What are you? What are you? New to this? I you said yes get? to everything. I said no to nothing. I wow. took it all in. I said that's yes how- to everything. That's how you end up with your prostate getting massaged. That's how you end up pregnant, and I almost right? did. You just you say yes to too many things. You can't say yes to cream shots, bro. Not everything. if you want to keep
1: your card. Rum chata with uh, with um, Fireball, which is delicious. Um, but like everything, we have had everything.
2: Sorry, please let me guess. There was a rom com playing on the TV uh, no. in the in the in the living room the whole time too. No.
1: But I drank everything.
2: All right. How How'd no. you feel the next day? Uh, I felt okay because right
1: before I went to bed, I hurled <laughs>
2: did you, did you, on yourself. Did like? Did you do the old uh, the back of the throat tickle?
1: No, I just did I felt it.
2: it I felt it coming. You,
1: I felt it coming, and I said, "I need to get to the bathroom." And I just okay, brush my teeth, clean myself up,
2: more drinks, and I felt fine. Wow, that's a, that's a, I mean that's a brave trick. That's a my, that's a me trick. That's usually <laughs> what I used to do. Right now, I just don't. I just I, I mean I'm far too too far gone that I don't even puke anymore. But anyways, there you go. Well, it's good. I'm glad you had a. I'm glad you had a good New Year's. Thank you to everybody who is joining us here uh, on this new journey of 2024. You hey know, oh, year of the silliness, as I like to call it. Already, so you know yeah. we're off to a good start. Round two. Let's not make him wait anymore, can we?
1: I agree. He's been all chilling right. backstage he came in yesterday and he started to tape this episode with us then all the computers and all the internet died on us and we had to scrap it and he was good enough to make up some time for us tonight so ladies and gentlemen right now it is time for the big hello and this week's guest well, he's back again because let's be honest he's one of our favorites around here and we couldn't think of a better way to start off the new year so we had to invite our boy back on the show he was born and raised in the bronx he was a young boxing champion who became a cop and eventually left the force and made a name for himself as a great stand-up comic many fans became aware of him as one of the original latin kings of comedy These days, he's a comedy writer for a popular game show, he's still playing clubs, and he's an award-winning filmmaker. Last fall, I had the opportunity to attend a festival with him and watch his short film, Meet Los Parents, take home another trophy. This thing just keeps winning and winning and winning. It's like DJ Khaled, all he does is win, win, win. Last month, he sent me a copy of his newest screenplay entitled Teeth, and that thing is already winning awards too. This guy is like an award magnet. Next week, he'll be filming a comedy special right here in Toronto, January 10th and 11th at the Comedy Bar on Danforth. Ladies and gentlemen... Last time he's on, my intro was Lee, was Lena, but this time my rhyme is just a little cleaner. He's a real happy dude, like a social convener. He says racist jokes are funny, but don't be a weena. It all comes down to intention and your demeanor. I can't wait to see Teeth. Yo, oh, send me the screener. Now give it up to the freaking Recon. This is our boy, Joey Medina. <laughs>
0: Hey, the intro was even better the
2: second time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What was the second line of that one, Donnie? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Top of the dome.
0: Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was good, He was like Eminem, man. You were like Eminem up
1: there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all off the top of the dome. There's no second takes. He's yeah, yeah. more
2: like Skittles. Who are we kidding?
0: Yeah.
1: Not <laughs> Eminem, Skittles? Okay. Yeah. calling me Fruity? I got gotcha. you.
2: How are you, Medina?
0: Good, man. How you guys doing? It's so good to to be back on uh, your podcast, my favorite podcast that I that I'm on. I do, you know, I do friends podcasts every now and then, but this is my favorite. You guys are awesome.
1: Thanks, Uh, man. Listen, we love having you out here, and I'm excited, man. You uh, you uh, texted me earlier this week and said, "Hey, I'm coming to Toronto." I'm like, "Fucking right!" So had to move my schedule around and make time so I could go see uh, go see uh, Joey Medina. One of my absolute favorite stand-ups. Um, how did this gig come together, man? What's what, what, like talk to me about uh Well I think
0: like, I think Russell Peters is part of it somehow. I think he's like the executive producer or something. Okay. I was at his house the other day and uh he's like, Hey man, you wanna be in a special? I'm like, uh yeah. So that's how it happened. And uh, so that's gonna be pretty dope.
1: But he's not doing one of these friend things where it's like, hey, you want to be in a special, but I got no money for
0: you. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that at all. I'm getting uh, I'm getting paid nicely. And Good. he's not doing it. He's not in charge, but somehow... He's connected, he's connected. somehow. I'm not sure how, yeah. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm definitely getting paid, um, which is nice. They're yeah. flying me. Uh, not on my favorite uh, airline, which is Air Canada. But, you know, I just... Let's say Bear Canada. I don't why, do you,
2: you have heat with Air Canada? What happened with Air Canada,
0: dude? Last time, okay. la- when I was in uh, Montreal, and I came back, they cha- on my way driving to the airport in the morning. They changed my flight four times on my way, and then when I get there, I get there like ten in the morning. They're like, oh, "Okay, your flight's at six p.m." I'm like, "What?" It's like that's f- and they- and and it's funny. The customer service line was the- like a mile long. I mean, they just suck, man. Like, and I did some research on them. Everybody has complaints about them. I love Canada, but not Air Canada.
1: Well, two things I avoid whenever I have to fly. Air Canada and LaGuardia. If either one of those things is involved in my trip, I'm staying home.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you.
1: You know, LaGuardia is bullshit, man. That's I swear to God, that whole airport's run by the mafia. Because, like, (laughs) they canceled (laughs) flights for no particular reason. And then the hotels near the airport, they're all jacking their prices. It's a fucking (laughs) Ponzi scheme. No one's going to convince me <laughs> otherwise. I'm not a conspiracy guy, but that one, I'm all in.
0: And you know what? You, the funny thing is, I'm from New York. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. um, so you got the gig next week. You're you're taping a comedy special. Um, and I I saw your Instagram, all new material.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, you probably saw some of it, but there's a lot more new. And it's, okay. um, yeah, we're shooting it on the 11th. No, yeah, no. Yes, the 11th. And where's the name of what's the name of the club? It's Bar. It's uh, Comedy Bar Comedy Danforth. Bar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I definitely, you know, I want people to show up. We're doing two shows. I believe it's 7:30 and 9:30. Okay. And um, and there's going to be two opening acts or two acts that I think also recording like mini specials. Gotcha. So it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a fun little event.
1: Yeah, that's hype, man. I'm I'm hyped up for it. When I got to see you uh, last time, you were here. You were here in September. Uh, I saw two of your shows that you did at Jokers. I went both nights back to back. And then I saw your little mini set that you did, your little five-minute set that you did at the film festival.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was torturous. (laughs) I mean,
1: I got to bring it back to that for a sec, Joey, because if you think about it, the very first time we ever met you on this show was when you were over at Russell Peters' house, and Russell was half asleep. So while he was waking (laughs) himself up, you stepped in for him. And I asked you one of my all-time favorite comedian questions, which is, talk to me about the worst time you ever bombed. Now, I'm not saying that the film festival was a bomb, but that was a tough fucking room. Right, right. That was a tough room.
0: They weren't there for comedy, you know? And then half the the crowd was Nigerian. You know, (laughs) the other... Half was from other places, so it wasn't a comedy crowd, you
2: know. Hold on a second, hold on a second, Joy. Are you saying that Nigerians don't know comedy? <laughs> There's no comedy bars in Nigeria. No, no, <laughs> Michael, Michael Blackson's gonna be pissed off with you yeah. next, dude. You don't want to yeah, like he's, done got his enough,
0: material.
2: he's got <laughs> enough problems with Cat Williams right now.
0: You don't, you don't <laughs> need to be getting under this, gym, brother. <laughs> No, no but when I say Nigerian they just I'm not talking about um, Nigerian you know descent they were from Nigeria I mean there <laughs> were <laughs> elephants parked outside and everything like it was like the set of coming to America <laughs> you know it really and, did look like that yes just but, they were awesome. they were they were awesome people it was an awesome film festival and uh, <laughs> yes. you know I had I had a I had a blast.
1: It was hilarious, but like, you know, they they had just done a whole series of awards, right? Handing stuff out, like the award for uh, most diverse film and the award for cultural, you know, significance and support within the community. And then, and now the comedy stylings of Joey Medina. So did you hear the one about the black guy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) My black people, where you at? You know? (laughs) (laughs) I
1: mean, I laughed my ass off. But I think there was people in the room that were just like, I don't know if we should laugh.
0: <laughs> I and I, like, I don't mind. Like, I my, I never, I never take any, like, I, I never take myself serious or I never take, yeah you know, if a crowd's not into me or whatever. I'm like, it is what it is. I, I'm, I'm still the one with the microphone. I'm still the one standing up there. And I just, I get comfortable. To be a good comedian, you have to be comfortable with uncomfortableness, you know? And um, once you get comfortable with that, you're like, eh, it's all good. You know, everything was fine. I got a couple of chuckles, and I was happy with that.
1: The a great comment that you just made, because I remember that night that you performed those two shows at Jokers back in September uh, mm-hmm. here in the greater Toronto area. And there were a bunch of young comics that were there for those two nights. Some of them that were opening for you, some of them that were MCing, some of them that were just hanging around. And it felt like everybody was just, like, the gravitational pull of Joey was sucking them all in, and they're all in your face going, you got any advice for me? You got any advice for me? Like, you must must get that all the time from young comics. Do you ever just fuck with them and give them the worst advice possible?
0: (laughs) No, because I feel bad. Like, you know, no. (laughs) I I actually love that because, you know, when I first started, I nobody there weren't too many people that give, were giving me advice or helping me out, and I've always said to myself that I'm always going to help other people. And the thing is, for for a comedian, when they ask you for advice, it's a greater compliment because they're thinking, okay, this guy's a funny guy, I can learn something from him. If they don't ask you for advice, that's a bad sign. Like, oh, they probably think I suck, you know. So, <laughs> but um, but but I'm really great. Like, I give great filmmaking advice, I give great relationship advice, I give great comedy advice. I just I I'm so I'm so old, basically that's what I'm saying, that I've learned so much that um, you know, I'm I'm glad to share it with the world.
2: Have you ever had but have you ever had to say to somebody they've come off the off the stage and you had to look them dead in the eye and lie to them (laughs) straight up and be like, no, that was that was good, bro. Like you killed it out there, bro. Thanks. Now could you please step aside? I need to go to work. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's yeah. some comedians out there yes definitely there's some comedians out there that that you can tell they all they want to hear is something good they don't want to hear the truth you can tell because then they're like oh but but oh but but I'm like so I'm just oh man great good job that's it or you know if they don't ask if no one asks me for advice I never give advice so if, you know if they don't ask for advice and they get off stage no matter what happens I'm gonna say hey good job good job you know? But to be honest, I I love when comics bomb. We all do. We all love when we when, when our friends bomb because it's it's like watching our friends fall. You know, it's just funny, <laughs> which is never not funny. Yeah, it's just funny.
1: It's always funny. Um, but so what? Ted just asked brings a thought to my mind. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting in the crowd or sitting backstage at a show, and the guy who's up or the lady who's up before you is just dying. Like just dying, they're throwing out their stuff, getting no reaction. Are you back there going, you motherfucker? Now I got to work twice as hard to bring them
0: back. Yeah, yeah, because because that's what it is. I'm looking at it and I have nothing. Now it's worse. Now, you know, I'd rather have opened the show because now I've got to go behind this bad mojo. And, right. um, but but you learn a lot watching the comics before you because you learn the, you learn a lot from the from the, about the audience. You learn. What they're laughing at, what they're not laughing at, if there's somebody drunk at a spe- specific spot, or right. you know what kind of vibe they have, and then once you figure that out, then it's it's easy to just ride the wave, just get back, you know, get on stage and ride the wave.
1: You ever done a show where you just depend on crowd work as opposed to material?
0: Yes, yeah. um, I've done that a few times, many yeah. times, and I and I I, I did one time. It was because I was really drunk. I get on stage, and um, the the comic ahead of me wasn't that great, and the audience was talking, and I just got out there mad, and I just improv the whole thing. And about half hour in, I'm going, you know what? I think I could do the whole act like this, and I just kept on going. And it was actually <laughs> one of my one of my favorite shows, man. It was really cool because they were they were up there, and they were just um, they were going with everything. Yeah. But I've done that, you know, other times and um sometimes it just depends, you know. Sometimes if if you're riffing with a specific person in the audience, you, you want to pull as much as you can out there, but you want to break it up throughout your set because what happens is if you stay ten minutes on one particular couple, everybody else gets bored. They're like, uh Yeah, you know, this is boring. Nobody's talking to me. Even though everything they're laughing at everything, yeah. you need to you need to kind of just break that up a little bit.
2: Well, as soon as they figure you're making the crowd, like somebody in the crowd part of the show, now everybody wants to be part of the, yeah,
0: that's part the to. show, right? I mean, the other yeah, which is... The that's, the typical, that, that's the typical heckler.
1: Yeah, for sure. One guy starts beaking off, and then they're all going to start it, right? Um, but I guess the part of crowd work that really terrifies me is going back to my days in talk radio, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever I would do a talk radio show... I would always come over prepared with material and content that I wanted to talk about, like I'm on a sports radio station. I'm going to talk about all the big sports stories and I'm going to have enough information to talk about them. To me, the, the scariest part was when the producer says let's open the phones. Cause now I don't, I have no control of the show anymore. Now it's, now it's in the hands of the caller and like they call up and like, "Uh, uh, uh, am I, am I, am I on the air? I in the air? Okay. I just wanted to say, um, I just wanted to say I thought that the trade today sucked. Yeah, that's what the last guy said. And what was your thoughts on the trade? I just talked about that before the commercial. <laughs>
2: like, it's death. It's death. And, and like, that's why they the hire comic, that's please. why they hire interns to do screening. They suck. <laughs> you know that. We never had a good intern. They all suck. What? Come on, some of those interns went on to do great things, Donnie. Not as interns, not as call screeners. <laughs> they
1: found their calling doing other shit. But see, that terrifies me. When I see people that are really good at crowd work, I think, okay, that's a, that's a muscle that they've built up. Yeah. But also there's a there's an element of luck on who you call on. Cuz you call on the wrong person, like you can try to clown them for the fact that they're giving you nothing, but that only goes so far.
0: I think yeah yeah but a lot of times you know unless they do something where you have no choice to interact with them when I I interact with I'm not worried about anything but if I you know if I, when I cuz most people have the same expression they have but when I see somebody who's really upset or angry or whatever I may leave them alone
2: mm. because
0: I'm like I don't want to ruin the the you know the the pace of the show but I kind of just I, and you know, as far as, um, but you're right about what you said earlier, it's a muscle. It's a muscle you train because it's something you hear. What it's, and the thing is, it works exactly when you're reading, you know, when I, when I I write, as you, as you said in the intro, I write for a game show. And what I do is I read, I read all kinds of things on the news, on the internet, and there'll be something that pops from it. And I go, oh my God, that's perfect. That's, you know, I I have a joke for it because I, 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 just like if somebody would have said it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, um, uh, I dig it. I, I, it's it, it. makes me feel fast. My brain faster than I think it is. You know what I mean? Like right there. Yeah, exactly. It was like
1: <laughs> it was amazing, like a steel a, trap.
0: I know what an asshole
2: this guy is. <laughs> <the hell? laughs>
1: okay, so let me ask you this. I, I mentioned in the intro. Obviously, anyone who's heard you on this show before is already very well familiar with the fact that. You've got more trophies than I have socks, like with all your films and everything. Cause I don't have a lot of socks, but you have so many, uh, awards for all different films that you've produced, whether it was a drama, a comedy, whatever the hell it was, you're kicking ass. Now you got this new one. I want to ask you this because just before we started the show, Ted and I were talking about you know, this conversation comes up every January, what has now entered into the public domain Mm -hmm. as a filmmaker, Mm -hmm. do you ever look at characters, properties, stories that enter into the public domain and go, I could, I could do a version of that and not have to pay anyone for the rights.
0: Um, no, um, that's a good idea. We're <laughs> um, like, like you know, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original, is in public domain, and that oh, is, you know, that's that's a classic film, man. That's amazing.
1: See, there's a lot of stuff. Like, uh, obviously, everyone's talking about Mickey Mouse, right? Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie, the original oh, version yeah. of Mickey Mouse is now public domain. And did I think did you have an image of that too? Because there's a a new film. Oh no, you don't have it. Yeah. I thought you did. There's oh, a I new know. film. It's
2: coming out. What's it called again? Uh, Mickey. It's a new Mickey Mouse horror film. Give me one second here. I'm just pulling this up right now. Something about Killer Mouse or some shit.
1: It's it's like a, a, a creepy horror film by some indie oh, director. It.
2: There it is. Oh, no. That's the yeah, Winnie the, the Pooh one, one from please. last year. So this is the version here yeah. of Steamboat Willie that has become available. Right. And the, it's called Mickey's Mouse Trap. Mouse the track. comedy, horror, comedy thriller. I mean, yeah. I mean, really, I think saying comedy kind of goes without, you know, needed to be. Uh, surprise birthday party in an amusement arcade, shocking. But things quickly take a turn for the worst when she and her friends encounter a knife wielding murderer in a Mickey costume.
1: All right. I mean, it, it sounds like Five Nights at Freddy's, which is what all the kids are watching these days, but. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, and, and like the, we talked about, like, I just mentioned it like last year at this time, everyone was talking about Winnie the Pooh comes into public domain and they made a killer Winnie the Pooh movie. First yeah. of all, I'm a little disappointed in these filmmakers. You get these great properties and all you're doing is turning them into like psycho killers. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's be a little more creative with our children's stories. Um, but I think I saw Citizen Kane in public domain now. Like, oh, wow. yeah, man, like, you know, maybe We're you getting like maybe you could do the citizen, you know, citizen Latino cane or something.
0: Like I don't know, citizen sugar cane. There you go, <laughs> sugar cane. Yeah, he's a, he's 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 a narco boss, and he runs a newspaper. I don't
2: know. <laughs> there's two. Of, there's two of them. It's a part two, and it's it's citizen cocaine.
0: There you
2: go. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the joke. I mean,
1: you know what? I guess, you know, I'm not surprised when you say, no, I haven't really thought about that. Cause it it feels schlocky. Like I, like sure there's movies that get remade all the time and people have to purchase the rights. Like I was listening to an interview today with Bradley Cooper and he talked about a star is born, how that thing's been remade four fucking times.
0: Wow. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. And the only time it ever worked was the one he did with Gaga. All the other versions are, Dog poo, like they're yeah, all he, shit.
0: The it was family, actually really good too. I'm not into that kind of. That's not my genre. But uh, they, 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 he did a really good job.
1: They killed it. Yeah. And you know, when you when you see that, you go, they had to pay for the rights to a script that failed three times. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's scripts that are coming into public domain that are good. You know, so it's gotta, it's gotta uh, make some. I want to
0: gets fingered. I think that's going to be a, I think I can do something with that one.
1: It was Tom Green's movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might have to wait a little longer. <laughs> he
0: probably no, let you do even, it. Now. I haven't even seen that one, <laughs> ever. Oh, okay. just, but I just remember the title was so funny.
2: Is Dude. there, has there ever been a movie like you, you know, you, obviously you're a student of the film genre and everything like that. So you've done your history, you know, old film, everything like that. Is there anything that you've been watching and sat there and go, man, I would love to see a remake of that because I had this happen to me the other night. I was, I've always said this. I'm a big fan of horror movies. I love all of the horror movies. Um, and one that I was watching the other day that came across was *Nightbreed*. And I've always thought to myself, they should do a remake of Nightbreed. Because think about this for Nightbreed. Okay, so it was a movie. It was a Clive Barker story and movie with David Cronenberg as the head villain in it. And one of the creatures was Doug Bradley. So Pinhead was in there as well. (laughs) And you had Clive Barker and Cronenberg on opposite side. It was just this weird thing. And Nightbreed was just such a cool story. Like I always looked at that and go man in this in this age of remakes they just did Hellraiser mm-hmm. you know the all the remakes of Jason's and the Michaels and everything like that and, and so we're doing this I always thought that Nightbreed would be very cool was there ever anything that you were like man that should be a remake Probably
0: a, probably a, probably definitely some I, I always wanted to do and I have an idea actually for this for new uh, Lost Boys So See, um that was-
2: dope
0: yeah so um i totally have it i think it it's and i live near venice so it's that kind of vibe it would take place here but you know the funny thing is remember when all the sharknado movies came out
2: yeah <laughs> Absolutely.
0: i actually wrote a script for porn called cocknado
2: <laughs> okay everywhere. I, give me the elevator give room. me the elevator give me the elevator pitch joey let's
0: go i'll so, do okay basically a storm a storm comes in uh it's over, It goes over this fact, this dildo factory in Japan, and the storm travels all the way to the west coast of America. And people see the storm coming, and they're like, "Hey, look at the storm!" And then all these dildos fly out and just start sh- stabbing people. They're they're hard, obviously, and, they're just, and and so basically everybody's getting killed by dildos. <laughs> I
2: mean, on like the plus gay, five. the
0: gay guys, the gay guys are running around with their mouth going, "Ah," you know. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, it's a Japanese dildo factory, so they're all probably yeah. not very big.
0: That's <laughs> true, sure. but they make it for the U.S. Yeah, oh,
1: North okay. <laughs> That's right. fucking hilarious.
0: But I as a, I really as wrote, a porn,
1: you're writing yeah, script for porn.
0: I really wrote that script. I didn't, even, and I don't know how to write a script for porn. I just got like, okay, a lot of fucking, a lot of sucking. You know?
2: What I mean? <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. Okay, so and and by saying that, did you use the time to research? A shit ton of porn so that you could learn how to quote quote write for porn joey
0: i've been researching since i was 16 years old so <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> and now did you, you ever know write someone a- out there is wondering what's um, on joey's porn hub search history
2: oh, <laughs> Lord. you're old you're old enough this would have been before the internet and that did you ever write into penthouse forum
0: no oh. <laughs> i read them though all the time good <laughs> shit
2: yeah, well, I know that I know for a fact that there's just a writing crew that does all of those things. So,
0: no, I, so I, I I would think so because otherwise you have you have, you have, you know you're leaving it up to the public, and what if all oh, you get is shit, weird, kinky, weird shit? I want to fuck my cat. and You're like, oh, I can't put that on, right? You know what I mean? So it's see,
1: like, of course, leaving leaving it up to the people is like my paranoia with talk radio and crowd work. You see, it all comes back to the same thing. We got a theme here now.
2: That's what I'm saying.
1: Don't trust nobody. That's the theme for 2024. Do it your fucking self. Um, <laughs> you know what? I I just realized, Tid, when you said, "Yeah, I happen to know that they had a writing team," because maybe our audience doesn't know this, but you were pals with
2: Larry Flint. Uh, well, I did. Uh, I met Larry on quite a few occasions, and was uh, the director of uh, marketing for Hustler Canada, right? For a brief. Time as well, and know the family that ran it all very well.
1: That so, was before yeah. you
2: came out. Uh, no, no, I still haven't. But thank oh. you, I appreciate you. Um, that's what <laughs> friends do. That's oh, really. Sorry for outing you. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dick move on my part. By the
1: way, he wants a part in Cocknado, Joey.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be victim number seven. <laughs> and, the,
0: the, yeah, and you know the the cutest thing was when I when I wrote the script. Uh, for the title i found a font that uh, for letters shaped like cocks so <laughs> i did the whole i did the title with with cock font native. of fuck i can't even speak english anymore but
2: yes. <laughs> please, tell me, please tell me please tell me you have like burner computers around your place with
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. you know now i'm going to download cock font like i'm yeah, searching it right now
0: they have it they have it
1: uh, <laughs> holy shit i just found it
0: told you
2: <laughs> oh wait a minute hold on it's
0: good when you want to write a love letter you know
2: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna use that next year at christmas time <laughs> i gotta that is
0: fantastic
2: hold on i gotta sh- i gotta show the
1: audience this for those that are um for those that are actually uh watching not listening um i gotta share my screen uh wait. Okay, present share screen.
0: I bet you ought to made a million dollars with cognato man.
2: Can you put that in the in the video in the stream there, Tid? Uh let's have a look and see what happens here if we do this and then we do this. Look. <laughs> Was that your font, Joey?
0: Um I well let me put my glasses. Where I putting my glasses at? I don't know. Maybe. Do they, <laughs> do they look
1: like cocks? They yeah. do with hairy balls.
0: Like, no, come one, on, cock I think font. the one shave your balls. The one, the one I had, I don't, I don't think they were in color. I think it was oh, just okay. like black and white.
1: Yeah, these ones are all are, are all Caucasian cocks.
0: <laughs> not well, yeah. The, you have to get the, to get the black ones. You go to the capital letters.
2: <laughs> these are these are all Caucasians, not to be confused <laughs> with cock Asians. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So stupid
2: Um, Okay so Talk to us
1: a little bit about Teeth Your latest screenplay
2: That is is the greatest statement ever to come (laughs) out of hockey From your mouth No from your mouth through those teeth Joey please tell me Because I've been waiting for this Please tell me you had Donnie's mouth in mind When you wrote this thing
0: Fucking asshole
1: (laughs) I got a beautiful smile Blow me
0: no, I actually <laughs> actually I got the title from uh from a song and in the like it's independent little rock rock group it's, they're called um uh what do they call they called, <laughs> they're called um Fast, uh, speed of light and they're really really good it's it's a um two brothers and a sister and uh, you know they're all like probably 16 17 but they they, they can play, man. They are awesome. So anyway, my, my, my editor was doing a music video for them. He was editing a music video for them. I went to his office. He goes, hey, check this out. And I heard it. And I'm like, holy shit, man. I love this song. And I go, I go and then I said, listen, I have an idea for a zombie movie. And I think this song would be great for it. And then I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to call the movie Teeth, <laughs> name of the song. So I don't even know if I can get the song yet. but um but but what are you ed wood we'll figure it out later (laughs) the song the song is amazing i mean this is the most perfect song for for my script so like if you if you if you read the script and hear the song at the same time you you totally will picture it it's uh it's pretty cool and yeah teeth just haven't announced it yet but it just won its fourth award for a script
2: and are you, you have, is there plans to start filming this? I know that you've already put together a cast and, and crew mm-hmm. full crew. Is that all done and everything like that? I know that you've got, you've got uh skateboarder, Jason Ellis, right? Also yes. a, a fantastic, funny,
1: is that public knowledge? Are we allowed to say that?
2: Hey. Yeah, you can say that's
0: okay.
2: Yeah, oh, I, okay. Just, I just did. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, remember that cool. part remember that part where you outed me Donnie? Yeah, what's up now, <laughs> Fuck up?
0: What's up now? now? You know, the funny the funny thing is when I when I cast a movie even though you know there's people I want, I always have a, my brain, I have a second and third because okay. in filmmaking you never know and sometimes like you know, let's say I decide okay, hey, I I need to shoot this on, you know, February 12th. And he's like, "Well, it's February 12th I'm out of the country." I'm okay. fucked, right? If I have to shoot that day then I have to go to somebody else. It's that kind of thing. But yeah. Um, Jason, yeah, Jason was my first choice. Um, I did stand up comedy with him once, and we were both doing it on the, the same show. And I just kept on thinking about him, thinking about it for my film. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I want to do it. And then when I heard the song "Teeth," everything kind of just came together. And you know, and and it's it, the script is only like a 14 page script. It's, it's it's a short film, but it feels like a big movie.
1: But I remember hearing Jason Ellis on his Sirius XM show talking about how he's polyamorous and he lets his buddies bang his wife.
2: He's not
0: married. Um,
1: oh, he was at one time.
0: Yeah, I don't know any about that, anything about yeah. that.
1: Maybe yeah. that's why they're not married anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, that but, to each his own. That's what I say. Hey,
1: do your thing. Right? But um
0: We're you make your boat float. Do that.
1: <laughs> Yesterday, um, my eleven-year-old. This is, this is one of those many moments, Joey, in life when I realize, oh, yeah, he's got my blood. The, the same way, I'm always bugging you going, come on, Medina, find me a cameo in one of these fucking things. My kid turns to me yesterday and goes, so you know some people that are directors, right? Do you think I could be in a movie? <laughs> oh,
0: that's so cool. That
1: is so cool. And and then I, jo- I joked around with him. I said, well, Joey's doing this like zombie thing. He's like, I could be a dead body. It'd be cool to kill a kid.
2: <laughs> you could fly him down Air Canada. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, then they'll never make it. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that'll fuck up the whole schedule.
0: Yeah, no, um, goddamn it. But
1: he's non-union, so he works cheap.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, good, because that's my budgets are cheap. Like I, I'd make I make movies with hardly no money at all. So it's like you got to yeah, hustle. That's,
1: that's the way. So okay, can. Can you give for the audience? Can you give, like, like Ted said earlier with Cognato, can you give us the uh, the elevator pitch on teeth so people know what, what to expect?
0: Oh, yeah, easy. It's uh, um, there's three would be criminals, well, they actually are, they're professional criminals, and um, they're driving to a marijuana farm to make a or to rob them because they know that on that particular day they're gonna have money, and then um, but as they're going there, the zombie apocalypse is happening and they don't realize it. And until it's too late until the guy tries to get back to his car and there's like mayhem everywhere and everybody's trying to eat each other and uh one of my favorite and I'll, it's a scene it'll be a scene in the film there's a pregnant girl who's um she's her, her name is cinnamon and she's like the main guy's girlfriend and she's drinking and smoking even though she's like nine months pregnant so there's a nice uh i call this a love scene where uh she she's now a zombie her, she's got this huge wound on her stomach the baby falls out with the cord and everything and she attacks the baby and eats it thank you folks
2: all right all right i'm invested i'm 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 invested already now here's my question hold on hold on here i have i have a two-part question and you're just about to hit one of them so i'll save that for you but let me ask this first when we're talking about the zombies joey Are we talking like old school night of the living dead? Like, yeah, I could probably take out a bunch of these things. Are we talking about like these world war Z track stars, like these Usain bolts of zombies (laughs) that are chasing people down that I I got no time for those zombie movies, bro. I think like old school zombies
1: are cheaper to film.
2: That's what I'm
0: saying too, right? No, those are, that's actually, that's, I don't like those zombies either. That's just very unrealistic. Yeah. Um, the zo- my, and <laughs> okay, I can't make him look on. like the old school. Did you just say it's an unrealistic <laughs> zombie? <laughs> yeah. <just> what like, <laughs> can we do, they do, do it, it now, Joey? <laughs> oh, come on.
1: It's <laughs> nonfiction.
0: I want, no, I... I uh, <laughs> Like, the, the old school zombies I love. Those are my favorite. But I can't do that on this film because in this film, all the zombies just turn to a zombie. And there's no way in the world they're going to look, you know, that like their skin is falling off. And also, I, I I thought, well, you know, I have to make them look scary. Otherwise, it's, there's no it's no fun. If they just wake up looking like themselves, it's that's really tack. That's really cheap. Like, oh, this guy had no fucking makeup. You know what I mean? So, but so what I'm gonna do? The zombies are gonna look very close to the zombies in if you've seen the film, The Train to Busan. Oh, absolutely. I don't like those zombies yeah. either. Those are fast moving zombies, Joey. Yeah. Well,
2: these are gonna these are gonna. Get, be fast like, only when it, they start when they start chasing died. you down when they start chasing you down the stairs into the into the uh into the train station and stuff like that in that movie i was like yeah, no nah, yeah. fuck that i would have tripped i guarantee i would have tripped. <laughs> oh, I I done for
0: oh i know i know it's one of it's my, one of my favorite films i love that film but it's, so and and also you know 28 days later 28 months later weeks later whatever the fuck it was Um, so the zombies are going to have very, um, their, their eyes are going to be bloodshot. Their pupils will be like creamy colors, colored, and their faces will be a little veiny. And, you know, they're all going to have blood on them because they've they've just bitten somebody. So, you know, so it's going to be that kind of thing.
1: Ted's not going to get this reference, but I'm going to throw it to you anyways. Is cinnamon, the character you mentioned, is she like one of these hood chicks that doesn't know how to pronounce anything at Morton's?
0: (laughs) Why yeah, did you have basically. a hard time? That's important. <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a joke I do in my act. <laughs> I do a joke in my act, but it's based off of three different people.
1: <laughs> it's an amalgamation they, of dates.
0: Yes, yes. The hood
1: rat. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. You love. It's oh, such
1: a funny bit that Joey does in his act where he talks about going out on uh, for dinner with some girl who's you know she wants to be at this high class restaurant but she can't pronounce anything on the menu
0: <laughs> she like she ordered she, she ordered a uh, you know a marlott with extra ice you know that kind of thing oh
2: is that is that a true story because i've been i've been in a in a liquor store where a couple came uh-huh. in and specifically asked where's the merlot?" I mean I need a couple <laughs> of bottles of merlot and I was they like, "Fancy, come on. Come on. This is no, you're there's a camera somewhere. You're not that stupid in life. Now you're telling me there's more than like cuz these were old people so and there was a couple uh, and very 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 white. So I can't imagine they're not very hood radish, right? So that means that there's more than 3 people out there who refer to this as merlot? <laughs> yeah,
0: there's Joe. a lot more people.
2: There's a there's
1: there's a good friend of mine that you you both know. Tid knows her well, and Joey, you met her when you were up here in Toronto, and she's one of these people that mispr— she's smart, but she mispronounces shit all the time, and I'm constantly roasting her. And like, you know, I think she said one time, like we were talking about getting some food from uh from this sushi place, and she's like, "I'd like to have some of that
2: edamame." (laughs) (laughs) Edamame, edamame, like it's a character from the color purple. Et-a-mame. Et-a-mame.
0: Et-a-mame. You know, wow. I'm, I, I'm like,
1: Yeah, order you the know,
0: <laughs> I remember when I was 19, I moved to Tucson, Arizona from New York, right? Yep. A Bronx kid, right? So I uh, I got lost, so I had I called somebody on a payphone to um to you know so they can tell me how to get back to wherever I was staying. And uh, so they go look up what's the street, and I go, Oh, it's Camp Bell. He's like, Camp Bell, and it was Campbell. I just camp but I Bell. It, it says Camp Bell to me. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> the old that's, camp so Bell. Good. <laughs> that's
1: so good. I love stupid.
0: <laughs> they're like, This Campbell, I'm like, It don't look like camp. I mean, uh, okay, you know, I mean, I'm just, but it, it, dude, it was so fun. Oh, no okay. So one of the first jobs I got when I first at nineteen years old when I first moved to Tucson, Arizona, was I was a teacher's aide for elementary school kids. So I remember one day we were doing uh, rhyming words and the teacher said she rhymed frog and dog, right? But but I didn't say I don't say I didn't say dog, I said dog. That's how I. I so I go. Like, Wait a second. Frog dog. and dog don't rhyme. Dog. What are you talking about? And all the kids are looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Look, frog, dog, frog, uh, dog. What, <laughs> doesn't. What? Are, what's wrong with you, people?" <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset because I'm like, "Are they fucking with me?" Like,
1: <laughs> "Are you fucking
2: with me?" <laughs> you fucking me, you little shits. <laughs> I still get it. I still get it to this day, Joey. Don't kid yourself. I still call it I still call it a roof. I a still roof. say that I still say that it's cement. And it's <laughs> and, and and you still put your feet in the crick. Like these there are just know. things that you know you just you just say.
1: And when he gets yeah. in an accident, he makes sure they got insurance.
2: Insurance.
0: <laughs>
1: insurance. Or else you're gonna call driving. the police. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm not driving. <laughs> um hey, let me ask you this, because totally you just You know popped in my head talking about new york and where you came from and all that so i was in manhattan last weekend and uh i was there with you know family um my little guy and a small group of us so what we decided to do because we're coming in from pa drove to newark penn station took the train to world trade because my little guy wanted to see the memorial which i thought was cool and then we hopped on a subway Went up towards Times Square, did all the touristy shit. And then we're getting ready to get the fuck out of there. So when we're ready to get the fuck out of there, I'm like, okay, I know that if we go to Newark, excuse me, to New York Penn Station, we can take the train back to Newark. So we go to Newark, uh, to New York Penn. And at this point, it's about 1230, 1245. Okay, almost one o'clock in the morning. And there's masses of like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people everywhere within this station in the train station i'm looking on the on the big boards where you can see where your track is and i'm not seeing our our train anywhere and i'm like what the fuck is going on all of a sudden this dude who works for the station he comes out in his little uniform and i swear no word of a lie this is what he says all trains is now canceled i don't know where you going but you ain't getting there tonight Track 10 is the last track. You hop your ass on track 10 and Uber from there or figure your shit out. I can't help you. Don't come ask me nothing. Have a nice night.
0: I love that. That's a <laughs> the month right there.
2: I was like, what the actual fuck? So you and your family embarked on like a, a real life version of the Warriors to make your way back? Bro, it was like, we
1: look at the one train that's left. Remember, we got to go to Newark. The so one train. train that's left is heading towards Delaware. Okay. And so the best we could do was go one stop to Secaucus, New Jersey. And then we got ourselves an Uber from there at like 1.30 in the morning. But I'm just like, we, we ended up getting a hold of one of the employees and going, what happened? I don't know. Right. Don't ask me nothing. I don't know. I just work here. All the trains is done.
0: <sighs> and I'm like... We can, we, we, what we can make fuck? a movie. We can make a movie, Snakes on the Trains. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Is this a typical New York thing? Yeah. Yo, yeah. That's just the way people talk.
1: <laughs> I'm like... There's not that I take public transit very often anywhere, but I can't imagine a conductor in Toronto coming out on the subway going, all the subways is
2: done. Figure your (laughs) shit out. Well, if he did, if he did, you would look at him now and be like, oh, he just got here from New York. (laughs) (laughs) He just transferred from the path. (laughs) He's a recent transfer. They needed some more. They needed some more authority up on these trains up here in Canada. Had a little, had a little moment of panic, Joey. I'm not gonna lie, a little moment.
0: I would too. You were like, "How am I get back?"
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Sakakis. Okay, to Sakakis.
2: I'm telling you, like warriors. That's what it'd have been. <laughs> You'd have been chased by other families trying to find their way back as well. So you're flying in on Wednesday.
0: Uh, yes. The show's right. Thursday, and then I leave Friday. So Sounds I can't good. wait, though, man. I again, you know, it's gonna be good, great to see you. I wish I could see you, Chris, but I, I get it. You're in a different world, and because I, I don't know Canada, so I'm like, I think that's be like the same. Latinos,
2: Joey. That's not true. Mm. That's not true. <laughs> I don't like male Latinos.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So I I can't wait, man. It's gonna be fun. I can't, I'm looking forward to. It. <laughs>
1: Um, let's, yeah, let's it's gonna be a great time. So, if people want to get tickets, do they just contact the club?
0: Yeah, because uh, I don't really have a lot of information. So, if you contact the comedy bar, they'll they'll let you know. Uh, the sh- but it it'll definitely be on the 11th.
1: Okay, so, so comedybar.ca, <laughs> comedybar.ca is the website. So anyone who's listening to this uh, and wants to go see Joey Medina tape a comedy special, go to comedybar.ca you'll find information there and you can get tickets there and you can give them a call. If you need more information, comedy it's on the Danforth. Uh, let's see. 2800 Danforth Avenue. Okay.
0: Yes, sir. Uh,
1: so yeah, should be a lot of fun. Uh, go check it out. I'll definitely be there. Um, and, uh, yeah,
0: that that's a big, yeah, can't wait, man. it's going to be cool. Matter of fact, yeah. I, I'll probably, I'll probably call you Donnie to, to uh uh spitball some stuff because i'm gonna go did this work when you were there when i was there last time did this work because i was trying to come up with some new shit for that i haven't done it all in canada so we'll see
1: yeah listen whatever you need although don't don't put me on the spot like you did last time you were here it's like two minutes before joey's about to go on stage he goes hey you want to do like a like a big introduction for me or something it'll be cool (laughs) and i was like um (laughs) great introductions I was like, there's a kid on stage, like a young comic, who's like, he's got a semi-erection. He's so excited to introduce <laughs> Joey. I don't want to take that from him. And plus,
2: I got nothing for you. I'm not prepared for this moment. You know? But also, Hi, also uh, he would have he had to walk out on stage with his full erection. Yeah. It's like, <laughs>
1: This is true. I didn't want to be showing that off, but it felt so bad for the kid that was up there. Like you could tell he was so excited to introduce you. I'm like, I'm not gonna take his shine. I'm just gonna sit here and sit my tequila. But whatever you need, brother, you want me to you want to bounce shit off me? No pro- if it sucks, I'll tell you, I'll tell yeah, you yeah, if yeah. it
0: sucks. But yeah, so'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. but uh, <laughs> all right. but yeah, I, I can't wait. I, you know it's gonna be fun doing a special. It's gonna be fun having some more footage of me. And, um, cause the last special I did was a while ago. I think it was 2009. Wow. Or nine. 19- yeah. That was my last special that wow. was my showtime special.
2: Well, it's perfect timing. Cause I mean, all. Well, no, it's- I take it back. I did another back.
0: one, but it wasn't, I did another one, uh, a couple years before COVID, but it, but it, it wasn't, wasn't funny. Of- <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> no, the funny thing was I also directed it. Okay. but It was kind of a, I, I really didn't direct it. Um, it was we shot it in Las Vegas, and um, the reason I, I I did direct it, but but I didn't have any connection, real connection with any of the crew and stuff. So and I and I they were, they were kind of like who's this guy kind of attitude, and so like I would we would I would say, did you get this done? Is yeah yeah everything? And then the sound wasn't the best. Um, you know we would argue about editing all the time, and we were going back and forth. I'm like thinking, oh, this is I, I would have handled this differently if I could have, but um but that was anyway that's my last question
1: i'm going to uh, i'm going to put the word out on socials as well i'm going to let uh, my friends and, uh, former guests on this show that are part of the comedy community. I'm going to let them know to reach out to their circles as well. Uh, Toronto's got a pretty good comedy circuit, man. It's got, it's got a really good scene here with a lot of great young, promising talent. Um, so I think you're going to enjoy it. You know, I mean, I know the last time you were here, you had some of the comics, like, Hey, you want to go around and see all the clubs and I'll take you to another, and and you're like, I just want to eat sushi and go to bed.
0: (laughs) Cause don't forget. I I was, I was also there for the film festival. Right? Right. Just like I was, I was doing a lot of shit. Just
1: That's why though. you were actually in town. We just happened to get you this gig.
0: Yes, yes, you did. Yes, absolutely. And,
1: and then all of great. a sudden, uh, and then all of a sudden, everybody wants to be your fucking ambassador and take you around the
0: city. <laughs> no, but I like that. I don't mind because I, I really want to see more Toronto. You know, I just wish I, it it would have been during the day or something.
1: Yeah, well, you didn't get to see much last time,
2: right?
0: Not at all, no.
1: Okay, well, listen, we'll, you we'll talk-
0: probably won't
2: get to this time either because it's going to be cold as hell.
0: Oh yeah, I'm staying indoors. Then fuck that.
2: Yeah. Right?
0: As It'll you show off day.
2: as you show off, you know, <sighs> with your nice what is it what is it there today? Probably a what, uh uh sixty?
0: I don't know, but it's really hot. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, really hot. it's fucking twenty degrees out here, Joey.
0: No, it's actually it's it's, it's cool but very nit- nippy. Like it, it it feels like possibly the like October, maybe for you guys. You know, so it's oh, I don't know maybe if your October is cold or not, but Wow. Wow.
1: You're about to find out what it's like in January. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Joey Medina. You can check him out on Instagram at Joey Medina comic. He's really active on there and he loves engaging with people. And uh, of course you can go to comedy If you're in the greater Toronto area and go check out the taping of his special next week on January 11th, no episode next week uh, because it's the same time we would be doing the show and I'll be there hanging out with my boy, Joey. Uh, thanks so much, man. We appreciate your time.
0: Thank you guys. I love you, man. All right, Peace. love you, Joey. Thanks, Joey.
1: There he goes, everybody. The freaking Puerto Rican Joey Medina. Tremendous. Yes, sir. We didn't even get a chance to talk about you know all the crazy shit that's been going on in the news, and now we're plumb out of time.
2: That's uh, you know, it's what happens when you're up against it like that, right? There's just so much stuff going on, uh, which is absolute craziness, anyways. But I mean, we live in the world where it's it's never ending. So I feel like even when we come back after the next week, it's still going to be relevant.
1: There's probably going to be have- even more. Did you have anything that you wanted to play or show in the last like three minutes that we have here or no? No. I mean, there's
2: nothing. <laughs> No, okay. There's really nothing going on out there that isn't. I mean, everything nothing here. going on.
1: He's sitting there. <laughs> okay. For the audience, he's sitting there with a stack of stories that's all pre-produced and he was ready to fire them off. And he's like, there's nothing going on. I, I just want to go eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, which I respect. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's really about it. What are we going to do? Talk about Ian Ziering getting beat up by a bunch of people on mopeds. Is it Ian or Ian? I think it's uh, Ian. Oh, Sure. Right. Could you imagine if him and fucking Lindsay Lohan, Lohan got together? Is it Ian Lohan? Is it Ian Lohan? Is I <laughs> you'd never get that name right.
1: With Sarah Michelle Gellar, Galar.
2: Galar. Galar.: um, I actually
1: thought that was a funny headline when I saw it. Ian Zeering uh, attacked by bikers. And then you showed me the video and it's literally guys on scooters. Yeah. You want to see this?
2: Yeah, so yeah, let's do it real there? quick.
1: All right, let's let me let's just, let's just see. Yeah, it. We got two minutes. Let's just pull this up here. Let's mm-hmm. just take a look. Ian Ziering, of course, of 90210 fame. Da, 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 da,
2: da, da, da. All right, so we're there. Okay, first of all, this is what they call bikers, ladies and gentlemen.
1: We're <laughs> <laughs> <They're> on tricycles.
2: <laughs> What now, is that? Bikes. Tries to literally, re- watch the one in the green helmet here in the pink jacket. She's like, "What the heck is?" G-? He's the, like, that "Oompa look at them getting mobbed." That dude misses. Okay, remember is this, this. The cast
1: of Wonka? <laughs> oh,
2: missed again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're just really big fans trying to get oh, autographs.
2: Oh wow! Oompa Loompa, Doobity day. Hey, you heard I that? Am gonna fuck your way. That that the wow, really? That's that uh, I believe is more your freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> really um, that's that's
1: that's funny. I mean, sorry that if you got hurt. I don't think you did.
2: <laughs> it just Look, it's just even the headline, the headline that properly depicts what happens still ended up coming across as clickbait because those yeah. were not bikers. They no. were like moped enthusiasts. What do guys you guys on bicycles? Like, like they're scooters? Is, is it a scooter? You know, they're clearly in a club. They're in a gang and they didn't like that somebody in a car was uh, forcing them off of the bike lane.
1: I've sustained worse injuries playing Nerf archery tag. Bro. Like,
2: come on. Bro.
1: Poor Ian. Poor Ian. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Poor I, Ian. I
2: don't think that had anything to do with it. I think that, you well, know, he pissed
1: are- somebody off because they didn't come after him because they weren't a fan of 90210. Like, he pissed somebody off.
2: I don't know. Maybe he they off were the lollipop Guild for sure because those Maybe they were fans. <laughs> Maybe they were all Melrose place people. <laughs> like fuck everything about nine hundred two one zero.
1: That's exactly what happened. Melrose Gang represent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Donnie De Silva. That is notorious TID Chris Tidwell. It is January fifth, twenty twenty four, and this is the first installment of the new year. And we are about to wrap this party up. We are all done. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. This shit, I'm out.